Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Payday Friday. That means not only can you watch all of your bills go out the window, uh, all your money go out the window to pay your bills, but it's the CMMC Hour. Chuck Gill and friends. Chuck will join us in the final segment today. Today we're joined by Dr. Peter Sedgwick, who will be talking about sports concussions, and Tarek Radwan, who will be discussing neurosurgery. Those two things go hand in hand. Gentlemen, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being in. Peter, we'll uh, we'll start off with you. Obviously, high school sports season is underway. College athletic sports season is underway. Football is underway. Um, So this is when you start seeing concussion stuff. I've seen some things this year. Actually, my son just tried out for the, is on the golf team, and and recently just had a baseline test for concussion, which I found amazing because he plays golf. But, you know, I, it could happen, I guess. <laughs> uh, backswings and everything else. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit about that. And first off, let's just start off at the beginning. We've all heard of concussions. Some people have had concussions. Scientifically speaking, doctory speaking, what exactly is a concussion? Yeah, golf, fortunately, is one of those low-risk sports. And, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll be okay this season. But uh, a concussion is uh, kind of scientifically described as uh, any change in neurologic function uh, that happens from a blow to the head or body that uh, disrupts normal neurologic function. Uh, it doesn't have to be a hit to the head, which is not always what people assume. It can be a jarring blow to the body that shakes the brain uh, within the skull and causes uh very characteristic symptoms, and uh, there's a wide range of those. They can be dizziness, nausea, confusion, uh, sensitivity, light or sound, and a lot of other symptoms that can manifest as a result of uh, one of these uh, hits to the head or body. Now, you know, we, we just talked about how golf's one of the low-impact sports, and obviously football gets a lot of... Uh gets a lot of pub for it because it, it can be a very violent sport at times. But there are other sports where there's some pretty high concussion risk as well. Yeah, football is the highest statistically, particularly at the high school uh, level, but you also see a fair amount in uh, hockey, obviously, and lacrosse. Um, with the growing mixed martial arts uh, in the adult world, you're certainly seeing a lot of it. And uh, we see a lot of cheerleaders with these injuries as well as they're going through tumbling and uh, routines throughout the, uh, throughout the state. We are seeing more and more uh, concussions among the cheerleading crowd as well. Those uh, tend to be the highest risk. Uh, obviously, soccer is one as well. Uh, less uh, about uh, heading the ball and more about uh, head-to-goalpost or head-to-head contact in soccer, of course. Wow, I'd never th- I would never think to use my head by the goalpost. Like that would be like I think that would be <laughs> my last wise, man. that would not be advised. my last choice. Like no, no, we're no, we're not gonna do that here. You always see those kids jumping up for the header at the same time and you're like, Oh god, don't hit your head, don't hit your head, don't hit your head off of each other. Oh and you're like, Okay, good, they missed it. It's Yeah, that, those are the things. The, that's when the parrot comes out. Um the guidelines to prevent concussions, I mean this is not an easy thing to do when it when it comes to preventing concussions i know yeah there's no absolute way to prevent them uh there there's a lot of mis 
perceptions that mouth guards or uh, helmets prevent concussions. Mouth guards prevent dental injury, helmets prevent uh, skull fractures, but they do not prevent concussions because again, it's a jarring blow. So really prevention, we talk about heads up play, we talk about avoiding contact, knowing where you are in the field, and there's some evidence that neck strengthening uh, can help prevent uh, or minimize the effects of concussion when it does happen as well. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, and I was just about to say, certainly awareness of the symptoms, and so getting early treatment and management can uh, help prevent any long-term problems from the concussion, and the earlier you get treatment, often the better uh, things go. Talking with Dr. Peter Sedgwick, Dr. Tarek Radwan will join us in a little bit. Chuck Gill will join us as well. That means it's the Central Maine Medical Center Hour on a Friday. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. It's 814 and 61 degrees. The new Z1055. New music. New music. Z. The new Z1055. Oxford Na- Station. It's Breakfast Club. It's Central Bay Medical Center hour for a Friday. Chuck Gill will join us later on. Talking with Dr. Peter Sedgwick, Dr. Tarek Radwan about sports concussions, neurosurgery, all sorts of stuff. We'll continue now talking with Dr. Sedgwick about sports concussions. Um, you know, we talked about the, the guidelines to prevent, which very tough to do risks and long terms long-term effect there's there's a lot of risk there's a lot of long-term effects of concussions let's talk a little bit about that uh, fortunately most concussions resolve on their own within uh, several weeks and it is very rare to get long uh, long-term problems moving forward but it does happen and there's a lot of increasing evidence that too many hits to the head really alters your brain structure and chemistry Uh, The problem is we don't know who's susceptible to have those long-term effects. You're certainly uh, not likely to have them with one or two concussions, uh, either on the golf team or uh, playing recreational soccer, but certainly it's a big concern among professional athletes, and uh, unfortunately we just don't know the answer of who's susceptible to long-term brain injury um, and this uh, phenomenon called chronic traumatic encephalopathy, which uh, is very prevalent in the news, uh, which leads to signs of early dementia. Uh, altered personality and uh, risky behaviors. Uh, we do again. Fortunately, we think that's very, very rare. Most concussions, you have no long-term lasting effects, and uh, everything's back to normal in two weeks. Um, but we really, as scientists, have yet to determine who's at risk of those long-term problems and uh, how many hits it takes to put you uh, put you at risk. And uh, managing the injuries, how do you do that? As you mentioned, it so they clear up in a few weeks. But how do you manage that? How do you get it to that point? Well, the most important thing is recognizing early symptoms and not pushing through symptoms of a concussion. We know for sure that's going to make you much worse. Uh, we used to overrest people when they were diagnosed with a concussion, take them out of school for a week, take them out of school for 10 days, do complete rest. We now know that's probably overdoing it, but, uh, but certainly removing them from sport is the most important thing. Um, usually uh, two days of uh, rest from, from both athletics and uh, academics, and then gradually reintroducing uh, normalcy as soon as possible. The key thing is, uh, again, recognizing early and not pushing through symptoms. And then uh, perhaps even more importantly is not re-injuring while you're still having symptoms of a concussion. That voice you heard was Dr. Peter Sedgwick. He's talking about sports concussions here on The Breakfast Club, Z1055. It's the Central Maine Medical Center hour. Coming up, we'll talk with Dr. Tarek Radwan. He's going to be talking about neurosurgery which is the next step after something crazy like that happens, I'm assuming. And uh, we'll get his bio and all sorts of fun stuff. You're listening to The Breakfast Club on Z1055. Chuck Gill will join us in the final segment talking about events over at Central Maine Medical Center. 
You're listening to LA's only local radio station. It's 62 degrees and 825. USA Headline Sports. I'm Tammy Rowe. Station. Central Maine Medical Center hour for a Friday. I've already spoken with Dr. Peter Sedgwick about sports concussions. Now we're going to talk with Tarek Radwan, Dr. Tarek Radwan, who will discuss neurosurgery. Uh, Dr. Radwan, first off, good morning. Good morning. And uh, how um, how do you decide to become a neurosurgeon? Like you just, you know, you're, you're playing with, with toys when you're a kid. You're like, you know what? I think it'd be cool to like work on people's brains. Like, how does that work? Like, <laughs> how do you end up doing this? Well, um, I grew up in the United Kingdom and uh, going to um, um, a school where we, you know, we, we did a lot of projects in our um, in our high school. One of my projects was uh, was actually working with a neuroscientist, um, and uh, it really sparked my interest in uh, how how people think. Uh, I ended up doing a whole year post school before college uh, in uh, cognitive psychology, and uh, that really got me going on um, on the neurosciences. Well, I can I can see. Now, where'd you go to school, and what'd you do, and how long was that, and I assume you're probably still paying for it, you know? Uh, yeah, it's a, too long and an indirect pathway. Uh, like I said, I grew up in England, and I actually ended up going to University of Cambridge, um, where um, I did mostly neuropathology. Uh, following that, um, I finished medical school, and I did a kind of a long training in the United Kingdom, first with the Royal College of Surgeons, um, before uh, deciding to come to uh, sunny New Hampshire first uh, for a fellowship. And... Uh, after enjoying the winter so much, we decided to stay. Uh, so I ended up doing another residency program at Dartmouth uh, Hitchcock Medical Center. And the rest, as they say, is history. Um, I first uh, went to, did a fellowship in Seattle in the University of Washington um, and then came back to New England. My wife had fallen in love with New England, and uh, we, uh, we love the culture and the people. It was uh, very um, just a natural affection for um, uh, the folks here. And uh, we ended up coming to Maine. Why CMMC? Um, I had been in uh, lots of teaching hospitals for a very long time, for over 14 years. And uh, you get a little bit kind of caught up in all the, the culture of uh, the hierarchies. And uh, my last appointment was at another community hospital in New Hampshire. And I was always looking for larger community hospitals that uh, really serve their, their community around them, have a strong affiliation with... Um, uh, the people they serve, and uh, coming here, I interviewed, uh, found a fantastic partner to work with, and uh, it uh, transpired that this was the place for me. So, what types of patients are seen by neurosurgeons? Is it is it just folks that have had that have had head trauma and head injuries? Are there other reasons somebody might want to see a neurosurgeon? Yeah, we see um, a whole variety of patients. Um, broadly speaking, you can either have acute presenting patients, so those are the patients that you just discussed um, coming off the highway with head injuries or spine injuries, and then more elective type of cases, uh, patients who have symptoms um, in their um, from um, with diseases coming from their brain or spine. So patients who have headaches uh, end up having um, you know problems with uh, flow of their spinal fluid in their brain. They may have brain tumors uh, and present with a seizure, for example. And then uh, we also take a significant, uh, take care of a significant number of patients with uh, spine conditions. So back pain, uh, leg pain, sciatica, uh, neck pain, um, some patients with um, trouble with arm weakness. Um, so a very a broad variety of neurological diseases. 
So there's not, I mean, I could, I could ask for the scope of practice and I can ask, well, when would be a good time to see a neurosurgeon? But honestly, you just gave me so many different things that honestly, it, it's, there could be any reason that somebody would have to come in and see you is what it seems like. Absolutely. And uh, typically the, the patients usually come having been already worked up by other physicians. So typically a patient goes and sees a primary care physician. They may have neck pain and arm pain. Um, they would get some conservative treatment. They may see a sports medicine um, a doctor or a pain management doctor. And then when those uh, conservative treatments have failed, then they end up getting a imaging modality, such an MRI scan of their spine. Um, neurosurgery is a very um, imaging heavy specialty. We, we use a lot of technology, particularly MRI, uh, CAT scans. Well, I hope I never have to see you at work for any reason, but I do appreciate you coming in today, Dr. Radwan. Thank I appreciate you. that. And Dr. Cedric, thank you very much for, for your segments as well. We'll have Chuck Gill coming up in the final segment. He'll close it out to CMMC Hour, 63 Degrees, 844, Z1055. The Breakfast Club, Oxford Network. LA's only local radio station. Final segment of the Central Bay Medical Center Hour. It's 853, 64 Degrees. Means it's time for Chuck Gill. Good morning, Chuck. Hey, how are you, Maddie? How you doing? Well, I'm I'm here, so that's good. That's I'm, always good, Maddie. It makes yeah. the show a lot more interesting I, when you're here. That's usually that's usually <laughs> helpful. Yeah, that is. I mean, it, some would argue it might be more interesting without me here, but that's a whole other story. Chuck, um, always stuff happening. So uh, let's talk about what's happening over at Central Maine Medical Center. Well, we're having a lot of new providers come. You've met Dr. Radwan today, who is uh, one of our new neurosurgeons. But I'll talk about more on that in a minute. But let's start off about upcoming events. Uh, Peter is becoming uh, one of our big spokesmen because we have a, an event coming up on September 3rd, 6 p.m. at our uh, main college of health professions called Sports Concussions. So if uh, you folks have uh, kids or if you're a coach or you're an athlete yourself, come by and Peter will talk about uh, what a concussion is, how you prevent concussions, and what are the long-term effects. So that's coming up on September 3rd, 6 p.m., the main college of health professions right here in Lewiston. If you want more information, you can call 795-8448. That's 795-8448. As I said, we have new providers coming. You met Dr. Ted McGillicuddy a week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, right? And... uh, we have Dr. Peter Higgins, who is well-known in Maine, who's an interventional cardiologist, has returned to Maine, uh, has joined our program. There'll be a lot of new things happening with the Central Maine Heart and Vascular Institute this fall. Uh, we have new programs starting. It continues to grow. It's, we believe, the best cardiac surgery program here in Maine. So stay tuned for more information about that. As I talked before, we have a affiliation with the Mass General Hospital in Boston, the Massachusetts General Hospital, a clinical affiliation that continues to grow. We've had work in the cardiovascular area and cancer. We're expanding that to telestroke. Uh, so there's a lot of things we're doing with Mass General. And interesting enough, the U.S. News and World Report recently named the Mass General Hospital as the number one hospital in the U.S. So what's good, most people can be treated right here in Lewiston-Auburn at Central Maine Medical Center. But for those people who need a level of care not offered in Maine, we have uh, ability to transfer them quickly to Mass General and also get people back to the community so they're close to their families again. Uh, I always talk about our free lung screening at Central Maine Medical Center, and I'll talk about it again now. For those people who are heavy smokers or have uh, between the ages of 55 to 74 or a former smoker, we've been offering free lung cancer screenings since 2009. Uh, interesting enough, we just had a discussion about this yesterday. 
more recently, many more women than men are calling the phone number. So it's like four times the number of women are, than men are calling. So uh, it's important for men, if you're a smoker and you're at high risk, you need to find out if you have a bigger problem. Because what we find in medicine that uh, we're much better dealing with the small problems now than waiting to be a big problem later. It's a lot more expensive, the outcomes are not as good, and there's a lot more pain and suffering if you wait too long. But in the case of lung cancer, you can call 795-8354 at 795-8354 to learn about CMMC's early lung cancer screening. Again, if you're between the ages of 55 to 74, you're a current or former smoker, you've quit in the last 15 years, call up and we'll talk about this program and see if it's right for you. Chuck Gill, as always, finishing it off. One, two, three in the bottom of the ninth. That's why I'm here. I'm the relief pitcher. You really you should you should try out for the Sox. They could probably use you. At they this need point. people. They, they need a lot. I have of a people. shot this year. I have a shot. <laughs> you do. There's a lot of people. That, my my ten year old has a shot too. Save 57, 64 degrees. You can hear this interview online at z1055.com after the show. Also, right on the front page of CMMC on the CMMC radio page. A lot more coming up. It's a Z. The Breakfast Club. This is your sports flash for. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.